doing out there. I am your host, Jeff Lawrence. Today we have on the show the singer and guitarist for Balls Capone, also formerly of Sons of Ian. We're going to hear a little bit of the music from both of those bands. The new Balls Capone album is called The Cat Cheats at Cards. I didn't even ask him how he came up with that title. I should have, but I don't know if I really even want to know, do I? <laughs> it might be it might be too too out there for me, I'm not sure. So over the week we've had riots um everywhere. The Black Lives Matter movement going strong, uh George Floyd murdered right there in front of everybody on you know whole world's pissed off I'm pissed off but the black community's for sure pissed off and they have every every right to be I don't think uh, busting target store windows and breaking into mom and pop shops and turning cars over and burning them and shit's gonna really do anything but I can understand the rage um, in Salt Lake City which is the closest big city to me. I'm in I'm in Ogden, Utah, which is probably 100,000 people, maybe, maybe 90,000. Good-sized city, but we had a peaceful protest up here, which I was kind of surprised at, but also glad because um, Ogden has a reputation in Utah for, you know, being the where all the Hispanic gangs live and all that kind of stuff. Whoops. There's my guitar string in the background. Um, but yeah, I had a peaceful pro, uh, protest here. The one in Salt Lake got kind of nuts. They turned over a couple of police cars, burned them. Some dude tried to brought out a bow and arrow and was going to shoot the crowd with a bow and arrow, I guess. I don't know. He got his ass whipped and his car burned. And somebody took a shit on top of the police car and that kind of crazy stuff I, I didn't see anybody uh, worried about the virus too much at the, down there but uh, still dealing with the virus dealing with the riots luckily the earthquakes have, uh, have somewhat uh, gone away for now out here maybe, hopefully haven't seen any murder hornets but I guess aliens are going to pop up next I don't know maybe I am an alien maybe we're all aliens who knows Anyway, people, I appreciate you tuning in to Southern Man Western Town. Like I said, I am your host, Jeff Lawrence. The audience continues to grow. Um, The guest today, Patrick Neville, uh, their band's from right here in Salt Lake City. So we don't get a lot of local bands in. Um, Salt Lake City band. So, my uh, coming up next interview with Patrick Neville. I'm doing a little guitar improv 
at the beginning of the show, at the end of the show as usual. And uh, I'm going to play you out a little bit right now. Empire by Balls Capone.
Joining me now is guitarist, vocalist for uh, Balls Capone, Patrick Neville. How are you, Patrick? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you, Jeff? Good. And I just, uh, first of all, thanks for calling in. I know you're, I know you're a busy guy. I know you're uh, actually out there still working, not uh, like me. <laughs> but I pre <laughs> pre appreciate you calling. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yep, and I and I mentioned that you. You know, you sing and play guitar for Balls Capone, of course, but you're, you're, you're in a lot of other projects. Aren't, isn't one of them, I think it's the Umbrella Brothers, am I right? Yeah, the Umbrella Brothers has been kind of an on and off thing the last few years. We've gained members and then lost members, and I don't know, the core group kind of fell away um, last winter, and we tried to save it for an art festival gig and we did we did it really well but after that it just kind of didn't hang on and it kind of all just fell apart so right now that's uh sitting at zero <laughs> <laughs> but uh with them did you have any recordings with those guys no we never got any recordings well we do have we do have youtube videos if you look us up on youtube the umbrella brothers we did a uh, we did a cover of everybody wants to rule the world by Tears for Fears, it got pretty popular and kind of went around the world. But, you know, that's, you know, it's not really a professional recording. It's just like a band video, you know. Yeah, I remember that now. I did like that because I've always liked that song anyway, but I liked the version you did of it. Um, yeah. It and you were you're playing banjo on that, correct? Yeah, I'm the banjo player. I was the banjo player for that band. Okay, and then, uh, yeah, and this year's so far this year has brought us the vi the virus riots but it's also brought us a new uh new uh balls capone album the the cat cheats at cards <laughs> yeah well you know lucky lucky for me that uh we had recorded and mixed and had everything done except for the final mastering phase when the pestilence hit so we were really able to finish it off and have it for release while everybody was locked up at home and uh, give somebody something new to listen to. <laughs> yeah, and I like it a lot. It's a, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to categorize. I guess it, I, I don't know. No band, no band really likes to put themselves in a box, but it's basically just kind of, I wouldn't say hard rock, but it's it's definitely got a harder edge to it on some of it. But what do you, what would you call it? Our genre, we call ourselves post butt folk. <laughs> okay, but it's good. <laughs> it's good rock stuff. I like it. I, so tell everybody, everybody in the band. Um, it's okay. So you know, I'm Patrick Devil. I'm the lead guitar player and singer songwriter. On uh, bass, we've got Max Muscolino. Um, the, you know, the Joe Muscolino band, and there's many other projects. Um, and we have uh, Jimmy Lauscher, Mr. Rockstar, on the guitar. Works at Guitar Czar, you know, formerly of Marinade, and um, is very well known throughout the Salt Lake scene. And uh, my buddy Evan Powell on the drums. He was the former drummer for Son of Ian, which was the band we played in before this together. Um, and he's one of the best drummers in Salt Lake City and possibly the state. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine, and I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah, and Jimmy's uh, Jimmy's not too shabby on his on the guitar itself, huh? <laughs> oh no, but, dude, Jimmy rocks. I, mean, yeah. I, I kind of lucked out with the people I got for my band. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I, I've I've kind of known Jimmy for a couple of years. Um, don't really know him well, but we've uh, crossed paths a lot. I've been. You know, I used to play a lot more out than I do now. We used to tend to play in a lot of the same places, but um, he's a he's a schooled guitarist. Uh, are you are you a schooled guitarist too, or are you more of a by by ear kind of guy? Uh, I'm a by ear guy. Yeah, I mean, I know things. I mean, I'm not not totally you know college educated or anything, but yeah, I, I know my way around the fretboard. But mostly, I'm by ear. Yeah, and, I, and the reason why I ask is I think you said that before once when we were talking on Facebook, but I, it, it didn't. You don't play like a like most of the, most of the guys that learn by ear or play by ear kind of guys are just you know a lot of power chords and stuff. But you get you use a lot of really cool chords and all your solos are on point and 
So uh, you must have a you must have a really good ear. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've spent a lot of time paying attention to a lot of different guitarists and and learning different chords and you know even you know for a while there, I was trying to learn jazz by ear, which was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one genre. That's one genre that's kind of hard to do by ear. <laughs> the chords are too yeah. the chords are too weird, and I. I've noticed, I've noticed on Facebook you do um one of your favorites uh, is Stephen Stills um what other oh, yeah. what other because uh, you do a lot of I know you do a lot of his songs on online which are which are cool what other stuff uh, influences you a lot well Neil Young of course I learned to play the guitar by watching a Neil Young concert <laughs> oh really. Yeah, I watched the concert probably ten thousand times in a row and watched his fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, um, yeah. I think I, I think I used to do Helpless. That was the only one I ever really did. I, I'm not that much of a vocalist, so I, I kind of steered away from those guys because <laughs> I was. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so that's my other thing is I've always had a a real love for vocal harmony. So like bands that had to do that, you know, the Eagles and. You know, any of those 70s bands that had all those really nice harmonies, you know, those, oh yeah, that's kind of my favorite stuff, because, I don't know, I mean, sometimes it's not too technical, but I just love the vocals. Right. Now, do you, on the uh, Balls Capone stuff, do, do you write most of that stuff, or do you guys kind of write it together? Um, the new album, uh, Max has two songs, Paramecium and Empire. Those are his. Jimmy has three songs, Downtown Digs, um, Stagnation, and Old Crow and White Rice. And the rest so of those five, and then the others are all mine. Okay, and then, uh, yeah, and he does vocals on one or two songs, doesn't he, Jimmy? Yep, for his, yeah, for Stagnation and Old Crow, and Max does his, yeah. That's cool. So did, how many, you guys had to probably cancel shitload of gigs when the virus hit or, you, or, or were you just knee deep in the album well we were kind of deep in the album there for a while but we did have three or four gigs scheduled to come up to help pay for it and uh, the, those you know got kiboshed and we were just kind of uh, you know, just going well what are we going to do you know and luckily we had a, a good save in the band fund to be able to push the album through and get that done yeah, I know how that is. And are you guys now that things are kind of starting to open up a little bit? Have you guys got anything on the books now, or not yet? We're still kind of um, we're shaking the rust off. In fact, you know, I'm going to practice tonight. To you know, we're trying to get the uh, songs back up to performance level, so we don't sound like my first cool band. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think they, I think you can only have fifty people in the clubs now or something like that so right all the places we were playing i know they're open but they're only open to like 10 o'clock or something like that and they only let in a few people at a time and everybody's in masks and i don't know if you've ever tried to play a show in a mask but that's awful <laughs> yeah i was telling some of the guys they should book me i never draw more than 50 people anyway <laughs> that's my yeah. top. That's no, my man, top so. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd be like, hell, if 50 people showed up, I'd be like, all right, this is great night. <laughs> yeah, 50 people, and then you can't get on the dance floor and uh, and that kind of thing. Um, I think maybe. Yeah, it's, it's kind of pointless right now while this whole thing is going on because not real joyous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you, you guys definitely have some danceable, danceable stuff. Um, if you're not enjoying it, what's the point? So, um, are you from Are you from Salt Lake or the Salt Lake area? Well, I was born in Centerville and and moved to Salt Lake and then back to Centerville and back to Salt Lake and now I'm back in Centerville again. <laughs> so you've been in the scene. You've probably you've seen the scene come and go then. Yep, but yep, I've been here my whole life. It's just kind of born and raised in Utah. I went to Alaska for a while, tried it up there, and moved to California once, and yeah, neither of them worked out very well for me. <laughs> yeah, I had to. I've I've kind of been moved. I've moved here back in two thousand and one, and then I left, went back to Georgia where I'm from for a few years, and came back. But the, the, the weirdest thing about this scene has always been two things to me, and uh, 
that, that everybody's in like four bands. <laughs> That's what I had to get used to that. <laughs> it's not that way in Georgia. You're, it's like you're in a gang in Georgia. You're in one band and that's it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, if you go play with someone else, you're cheating. <laughs> you're cheating on your band. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> how it is there. It's weird. I had, to, I had to get used to that. The other thing is like the bars here, the way they book music, it seems like some bars you don't really know what's gonna be there like there'll be a country band there one night and then like a punk band there the next night and then you don't really oh yeah yeah that's 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 different in the in the south too that's like it you just have one genre of music at one bar that way you, it kind of works out better that way i think to me because you always because you always really know where to go to for what you want you know um right you know that you know that that you know well the band's like mine that kind of you know, skit through a bunch of genres, like it's, you know, we tend to confuse people on that angle. It's like, you guys said you're a rock band, now you're playing bluegrass. Like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> yeah, that is true with you guys, because you guys do do a lot of different stuff. Um, but I, I I could see you fitting in with a, a lot of different things. But, you know, bands like the, you know, places like the Westerner, you kind of, you know what you're going to get when you go there, you know? <laughs> you right, yeah, there's not going to be hard rock there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, when did you first start playing? How old were you? I was eight years old. And when, I'm 39 now, so so was been playing it, a long time. Yeah, so, I mean, so was it Neil Young right off the bat then? Yeah. That's crazy. I don't I don't think I even, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm way older than you. I'm 52, but I don't even think I knew who he was when I was eight years old. It was still, um, a lot of Kiss and Ted Nugent and stuff back in those days where I... <laughs> Yeah, my parents were my parents were all the people that were listening to it. Though you know, they always had Buffalo Springfield records on, and Neil Young and Crosby, Stills and Nash, and you know that whole that whole giant plug of seventies or hippie-ish kind of or late sixties stuff. Yeah, so I grew up listening to all that, and I just really loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you do it good. Um, and you and also you play a lot of instruments. I mean, you're you're kind of like me. You can probably play anything with strings on it. That I I'm, I can do that without. I don't I don't do good with bowed instruments, but pretty much anything. Yeah, else. yeah. But you you play mandolin and some other stuff too. I imagine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got a bazooki and banjo, and you know, like I can hack it on hack it on most things. I mean, I'm not like a professional, but like, yeah, you know, I can definitely make it sound good. I got that bazooki and the next day I went and recorded the opening track for my album. <laughs> I was like, hey, this thing isn't that hard to play. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I remember that because I was, I've, I've kind of been keep uh, following you guys as, you, as you've been tracking it because you were, you were putting out some like little uh, pieces of stuff you were recording and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm a crackhead for studio videos. <laughs> <laughs> where do you, uh, where did you guys record at? Uh, with Counterpoint Recordings uh, down there in Salt Lake with uh, David Evanoff. Oh, okay, yeah, I recorded two albums down there, but I always use Terrence. Uh, you guys know Terrence? He goes by Terrence DH, I think. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I've never used him for recording, but uh, yeah, I know he is. He's a good guy. Yeah. Like, I, just, I met Dave when we were tracking with Son of Ian down there a long time ago, and he just, God, he just knew what he was doing, you know, and <laughs> And he could help help when I was really blowing it, and he's the kind of guy that doesn't just like let you do a bad take and then blow you off. So yeah. you know, he'll just be able to actually go, yeah, you should probably you know try that again and sing on key <laughs> this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't mind if you have a beer or two down there usually. <laughs> That's a good. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I generally have you know uh, when I did vocals for my last album, I had a. The bottle of Jack Daniels. I was just drinking whiskey the whole time. Worked out great. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a um, Do you have a, like a go to whiskey? You like I'm like a Crown Royal guy. I don't really I don't really go outside of that much. But if I could find it, the Colonel E. H. Taylor. Oh, really? Do they, do they ever have it out here? Or? Yeah, they have it here sometimes. It's kind of hard to find, but man, it is so good. It's I don't know. It's hard not to drink all of it real fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, just, I like to. I'm, I'm, I'm a like a crown on the rocks guy. But there I'm, you go. But uh, let, let's talk a little guitar nerd stuff. Um, you, you, you mainly. I think I've noticed you mainly play Gretsch, right? 
Yeah, I have. That's um, my main collection. Yep. Yeah, you've got a pretty nice collection. So, uh, but um, what about amps and stuff? Do you have a, an amp you kind of use always on when you're playing out, or? Yeah, I have magnetones. So I have a magnetone stereo twilighter, uh, magnetone. Um, what's that thing called? The uh, Super Fifteen. That's probably a kick-ass sound. That's hard to come by those amps sometimes. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean they're being remade now. Um, the, the the old ones are harder to find. I also have a '58 uh, magnetone, which is very nice and cool. But I don't like to drag it to gigs because it's old and vintage, and you know you don't want to beat it up. But the but the new ones that are being made, um, yeah, man, they rock. Like they're some of the best amps I've ever played. Yeah, I've heard that. I. Uh... Yeah, I, was, I need to check that out too. I've been playing through the same Fender DeVille for since 1990, I think. <laughs> same one. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Until I found the magnetons, I was playing through a uh, a Fender Deluxe uh, for well, pretty much the whole time I've been playing guitar. <laughs> yeah, that's what I played through Hot Rod Deluxe DeVille 212, and I uh, yeah, I bought that thing back in 1990, and everybody used to laugh at me. They were like, we're, you know, they were all playing Marshall Stacks and. <laughs> I, I, that's all I ever played was that Fender. Now everyone has. <laughs> I would play a Telecaster through that, and everybody would uh, make fun of me. I'd have a Marshall stack and, and an Iowa Edge yeah. or something. Now everybody has a yeah, Telecaster. Yeah, to me too. <laughs> yeah, now everybody has one. If you go to any place, yeah. you have a Telecaster. Everybody's got them because one, they're light. Two, they sound great. Three, they're loud as hell. Yeah, mine's not that light. I don't know what. I might have got the. Mine might be so old. Mine's heavy. <laughs> But uh, well, compared to a stack. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything, yeah. And I never understood that anyway. I never really realized why people would bring a full, sometimes two Marshall stacks into a bar. Because <laughs> I've never turned my Fender past. I don't think I've ever per turned it past three and a half in any gig. Yeah. Once it's mic'd off. Me either. Yeah. It's no, I don't. I don't get the. I guess the Marshall stacks look cool, but. Um, I played. I played the Ogden Amphitheater, and I thought you used that Fender. It's a 110, and I had a Vox AC30 as well backing me up. But other than that, I mean, I needed no other power. I got told to turn down at an amphitheater. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a lot of people understand too. A lot of the I went, for a while, I for a while I uh, got to roadie for ACDC for like ten shows way back in the. I think it was like flick of the switch tour and that half of the half of the Marshall amps we were taking on stage were didn't have speakers in them they, they, right. yeah they were just dummy cabinets for for looks i don't think people realize that people think they're actually playing through through those things <laughs> yeah they, they were basically playing through two full stacks and then like five dummy cabinets beside it <laughs> right it just looks really cool but yeah you only have like two heads that are actually power i guess yeah and i remember my uh my guitar teacher in Georgia was Jimmy Herring. He's the guitarist for Widespread Panic now, and he. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, he used to be. Uh, he used to be a big time uh, Steve Morris freak when they were the Dixie Drags. You're probably familiar with those guys, but uh, mm -hmm. and we. Uh, he took me to their show once, and uh, it was the best sounding guitar we had ever heard. Either one of us, and we did. He he wasn't famous then. He was just some guitarist in Atlanta, and uh, I was just like an yeah. eight, I was like an 18 year old kid, and he. Uh, we went backstage and, and Steve Boris was playing through two PV backstage thirties. <laughs> that's the whole the whole sound he had. So it's usually usually doesn't matter. I mean, it's usually all most of it's in the fingers anyway. I find. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can go through amps and fancy guitars. I mean, if you don't have the right touch and and play, you know how to play it right. You're, it's always going to sound terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's what I used to tell when I used to teach guitar. I tell my students, I said, if Carlos Santana plays through the shittiest amp and he finds it a pawn shop, he's still going to sound like Carlos Santana. <laughs> so, right. It's all about your own style and finding how to play your way. Yeah. Um. So, are you guys doing any like uh, Facebook Live stuff as a band? I know, I know, you put a few things on there, but. Um, like I said, we're just kind of, um, like just now getting back together and getting the wheels turning again. We might do that. Um, I, I don't know how good it will sound because I don't have a real, like, fancy recording, like, video rig. And usually it just gets too loud and just sounds like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
And that what all? Maybe. Yeah, that'd be probably be good. I don't know. Cause I, who who knows when things are going to open? I'm look probably looking towards 2021. I guess for most things to get halfway back. Yeah. To normal. I don't know. I don't know if everything works. Well, I hope like. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me either. But it's it's starting to look like it. I uh, I guess it depends on what state you live in. We're not. We haven't been hit as hard as as some others. But um, right. What all? Uh, so what? Are you involved in any other projects? Even like I saw you play lead guitar for another project or something online once. Yeah, I was playing uh, with my old friend Sabrina Blackburn there for a while. We had a little group going. Um, we did a gig um, just as the Sabrina Blackburn band. Yeah, she plays acoustic guitar and sings real nice and writes little songs. You know, and yeah, we, you know, we had a little group. My drummer Evan joined us and you know, but then we lost our bass player and we're auditioning and then the pestilence and it's just kind of gone out the window with everything else. Yeah, but I, I when you when you when I put when you posted some of that or either she did, I, I was seeing it and I was I was like, damn, Patrick played some pretty damn good lead guitar. But I, I, I just assumed I just assumed before that it was all Jimmy doing. You know, I know I know Jimmy can play. I was like, damn, Patrick could hold his own on on the lead guitar. I mean, yeah, records that happen. It's me. Yeah, I guess you just think that when Jimmy's in in the band that he's gonna do it all. If you don't, if you don't listen, you think kind of think that. Um, But uh, so just right now, just the just balls Capone's the only thing you still still got. Yeah, for yeah, for the time being, I'm just focusing on that, getting that back up to speed. So we sound good again. And then, you know, maybe we'll do a backyard concert, which seems to be a real popular thing these days. You know, um, last time I tried it at my house at Sarah, the cops came. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you got till 10 or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, they came at 9. <laughs> I've, seen some, I've seen some of the bands are getting back out there at the Royal. I, uh, I haven't played there before. I know Neil and Taylor pretty well, and I... I actually had a, I've got a CCR tribute band. I had a show book there right before the virus, and I got kind of screwed up. But have you guys ever played over there? Or? Um, yeah, we used to play at the Royal. Uh, some some uh, drama happened between some members of the band and the owner of the club, and we don't play there no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard some, uh, I've heard some other stories there too, but uh, yeah. I had a feel that actually, I think they, the first time they ever booked me there was they booked me to open for Jaegertown and I used to be their guitarist and they like, owe me like, <laughs> they owe me like two grand and I figured there was going to be some drama. So I just kind of backed out of the whole, that whole situation anyway. Right. Um, so what do you, uh, what do you think about, um, what do you think about all the, uh, the riots and stuff? That's, that'll probably die down. You think? Yeah, I mean, now that, now that it's peaceful, I mean, I, I knew there was going to be trouble first, and, you know, sometimes you got to break a few eggs, you know, like to show people you're serious and you're not just a bunch of hippies sitting in a park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they tell And, like, yeah, you know, and they did. They got the flight across, and some people are going to go to jail for it, and they're going to catch hell for it, but there's, there's a point, you know, you've got to make that point. And now we can now everything can be peaceful because the point's been made and people are like, okay, okay, you know, we you know, we get it, you're pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh yeah, and I you know, I think me and you kinda you know, just from being on Facebook, I think me and you kinda share the same politics. I don't I don't like to get too deep into politics on this show, but uh what do you uh what do you think on the on the next election? Who you got? <laughs> well, Oh God! I mean, I'd vote for a toaster over Trump. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right there with you, but I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if it's gonna happen. You know. Well, I'm gonna do. It. I mean, I mean, I, I don't. You know, I'm not exactly a Joe Biden cheerleader by any means, but you know, it, it's a, a world and a half better than what we've got going on right now. Do you guys ever? talk politics or anything at your shows i always want always ask people that or well i'm always mean to um about well i've got i've got some political songs like uh you know bombs and guns is one of them 
Um, and I actually, last time I was playing that at a bar, I had six people walk up to the stage and take a knee. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. And then I have uh, Gotten Nixon, which uh, either people love or or seriously hate. And, you know, it's a pretty polarizing song. <laughs> now, when you play those, though, do you, like, do you kind of go off on a rant about it beforehand, or do you just kind of just play the song and let it... I, you know, I'm not much of a stage talker. Like, I, I let Jimmy and Max do that kind of... You know, I, 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 if I do, it's just, you know, the basics. You know, I'm not, I'm not a real, like, here's a long-winded story before the thing. You know, I'm, you know, I should do that, and it's something I probably need to get better at. But I'm more of like a, let's get down to business and play the music, you know? Yeah, that's kind of how I am, too, but I reason why I think about that sometimes, I did play a show with Joy and Eric, you know, one time, um, you got, you know them guys, I think Eric owns guitars are, but, uh, and they went off on some serious political rants, and like, I just watched half the crowd leave, and it was pretty packed, it was like an outdoor Park City show, and like, right before I got on, the crowd was gone already, <laughs> like, thanks guys, right. appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> I do, because I was doing, because I do all my own stuff. I just do smooth jazz, and I don't, you know, I don't even have any lyrics. So I wasn't planning on running half of them off. But uh, I don't get to get to play a whole lot of smooth jazz in Utah. It was it was an easy gig in Georgia. Here I can't really, don't ever get any gigs doing it. Really? Yeah, I mean, there's nowhere to do it at. I mean, in in Utah that I that I know of, and there. Sometimes the jazz clubs, you got to be in the little circle with the the other jazz guys. And if you play smooth jazz, they don't really want you in their circle because they don't really think you're really playing jazz if you're not doing standards. And then it's just a whole other level of bullshit to do. Right. It's not, yeah, it's, you know, the whole, and that's Utah, the whole clicky, like, circle thing. It's, you know, this, that's, that's a pain. Yeah, because I do, like, Larry Carlton, you know, Lee Retinar type jazz. I don't do the old, old Glenn Miller stuff too much. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but, uh, hell, I've kept you on the phone long enough. Um, I appreciate you calling in. But before we go, tell everybody... You know, everybody, you got everybody where you, they can find your music. I got, I mean, it's on Spotify and stuff, but. Um, uh, you can get our album from ballscapone.bandcamp.com or we're on, you know, Reverb Nation and Spotify and, you know, all, we're on every single streaming platform, Amazon, uh, YouTube, Look up, just look up Balls Capone. We're the only one there is. <laughs> yeah, and I was gonna ask you about the name. Where did that? That's that's probably my favorite band name in Utah. So where where did you come up with that? Yeah, uh, it's an old nickname. Me and my friends used to use like uh, in the late nineties, and we actually had a little band back then. Me, my friend Gene, my friend Kenny, we had a little band called Balls Capone. We were a industrial band. Yeah, and it was bad. <laughs> yeah, I like I like the name a lot though. Do you guys have your own YouTube channel, or do they just need to go to your channel? Yeah, it's called uh, YouTube uh, YouTube slash Balls Capone. Yeah, it's um, saying it, I mean, there's some of my personal stuff on there too because it is my channel, but you know, I use it as the band channel as well. And there, and you had one album out before this one. It's or it was an EP. I think it was a full album, wasn't it? No, it's a full album, Equal Opportunity Apocalypse. Yeah, and that's on. I know that's on Spotify. I've been listening to that already. So, um, yep. What about your old band, Sons of Ian? You said you have anything recorded with? Oh them? yeah. You, oh yeah. You can get all that on Spotify. You can get all that on sonofian.com. Yeah, and uh, what about merch for Balls Capone? Is there any merch? Um, not yet. Just uh, waiting to I'm get. I'm working on it. Yeah, I guess that's better for shows anyway. Once you can get back out there, right? I want to get some like t-shirts and some. You know what I really want is to have um, cool button up the front like bowling shirts, and every one of them is different. Yeah, that'd be real cool. I always like those that kind of look. All right, man. Well, I uh, I've kept you long enough, but I uh, uh, thank you a lot right. for calling in. You were actually supposed to be my first guest, and I. Uh, so the virus hit like the next day, so now now you're like this. Now they're like 29 shows into it, and finally got you on. 
It's harder to get. Oh, thanks for having me on. Man. I appreciate it. All right, man. Have a good uh, practice and, and stay safe out there. Hey, you too. All right, man. I'll talk Take to care. you soon.
off the album Overcome with our special guest today featuring Patrick Neville. That's his old group there. This is Party House by Balls Capone featuring our guest today, Patrick Neville.
That was Party House by Balls Capone off the album The Cat Cheats at Cards featuring Patrick Neville, our guest today. All right, everybody. This has been episode 29 of Southern Man, Western Town. Um, I want to thank all the listeners out there, the new listeners. we got some new ones from Russia, Germany, Canada, Philippines, Ireland. Uh, did I say Canada already? I think I did. And uh, West Africa, South Africa, and right here in the good old USA. I don't know, are we still good old? I don't know if we're even still good old USA. I guess we are. It's hard to tell with the virus and the people burning shit everywhere. And I know we got Trump Trump standing uh They say Trump gassed people and so he could get a photo op with the Bible in front of the Lutheran church there in D.C. I don't, I don't know if that's true, you know. I'm not a Trump fan, as a lot of you guys know. Um, but I don't, you know, some of this shit he gets a raw, raw deal on. He, uh, I don't, he didn't have anything to do with, uh, I don't think he had anything to do with the death of George Floyd. I mean, uh, that shit's been going on long before Trump came in president. Uh, but he does kind of stoke the racism he doesn't really ever denounce it um, he knows all the all the white racists are going to vote for him um, he's not going to you know he's not going to lose the votes over that but you know he didn't start the virus either but you know he handled it wrong it's all it's all about that it's about how to, how do you handle the situation you know? crazy times we're living in he's hiding in a bunker while they're out there spray painting the, the white the capitol building and the white house and lighting fires it's craziest time i've uh, been in in my 50 years for sure i haven't seen anything like this um but gotta stay strong out there um and again a uh, shout out to my uh special guest today uh, Patrick Neville right in Centerville Utah I guess where he's at which is just above Salt Lake City you might as well say Salt Lake it's a little town not a, not a, it's a pretty good little town uh, right there above Salt Lake a couple of minutes a little bit below where I'm doing the podcast from don't have too many local uh, musicians or artists on much anymore I had a couple of the local wrestlers on and Glad to have a local band. His band's Balls Capone. You can't forget that. They'll be out there playing again. They they play a lot of gigs. Uh, got Jimmy Lausher on guitar. He's a very 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 good guitarist, and uh, Patrick's a good guitarist as well. I'm a good singer, good uh, songwriter. If you get a chance, check out Patrick Neville. Uh, now he's not one of the Neville brothers. Don't get him mixed up. But anyway, check out Patrick Neville over on his Facebook page or on Instagram. He'll, he'll, he'll put some Stephen Stills, you know, Crosby, Stills, and Nash tunes on there every now and then when he's, uh, he'll be in his bathrobe doing it, but that's all right. He also posts some uh, interesting, crazy uh, dreams and stuff he has and interactions with people. He's uh, he is a very, very prolific when he writes about that stuff. It's always entertaining. And I played a couple of the Balls Capone songs on the on the podcast today. This podcast is uh, coming at you June third, um, and uh, episode twenty nine. Make sure you uh, check out all the Balls Capone stuff. Also played the Son of Ian song, which is Patrick's old band, which I really like that band. There, uh, you can find Son of Ian and uh, Balls Capone on Spotify. Not sure about all the Son of E and stuff, but I, you can definitely find it on Spotify. But as far as Balls Capone, I know you can go to Bandcamp, uh, Spotify, iTunes, all those places. I got two albums, two full albums out on there. Um, check it out. Uh, also, uh, keep keep tuning into my Sunday jazz improv show I do every day, every Sunday, sometime between 
9 a.m. Mountain Time and 12 p.m. Mountain Time, usually when I do it. I just kind of shoot for whenever I get up and get my coffee. I just do a little jazz improv for an hour or two. It's been good. Um, if you want to support uh, me, check out my music. My music also on Spotify. You can hear it in the background here. Um, I do the intro and the outro to all my podcasts. Uh, just some improv jams, nothing thought out. But uh, my all my all 26 of my albums can be found on Spotify, iTunes. Just look up Jeff Lawrence when you go on there, or J.S. Lawrence. Or if you're into heavier stuff, my old band Shovelhead, check them out, us out on there. Um, be sure to check out all the Black Doomba records. Um, BlackDoomba.co, or is it BlackDoombaRecords.co? They're our main sponsor. They've got all the doom metal bands that have been on the show. On there, uh, Day Glow Morning still holding the record of the most listeners. I think, I think around three thousand. That's pretty good for a an old Southern boy like me. Get three thousand listeners, you're rolling in high cotton, as far as I'm concerned. And that's not a racial slur. When you're rolling in high cotton in the South, that just goes back to when you when we had cotton fields, and if you were in high cotton. You uh, you had a lot of money because you know you were gonna you know you were gonna have a lot of cotton that year a lot of money, but uh, make no mistake about it my uh, my ancestors was picking cotton they weren't uh, <laughs> they weren't owning the, owning the plantations or owning anybody we were we come from dirt poor uh, rural South Carolina um, but yeah the, uh, just uh, if you want to support the show go over to where I record the show at is on Anchor. So you can go to anchor.fm slash jeff-lawrence. You can probably just go to anchor.fm and just punch in Jeff Lawrence or Southern Man Western Town and find me. You can support this podcast by pledging, you know, even a dollar a month, $4 a month, $5 a month, whatever you can do. It helps me bring the content to you. Um, I, you know, I don't make a whole lot of money doing a podcast done 29 podcasts already i probably hadn't made 29 dollars i'm not doing this for only me i do it because i enjoy it i'm you know i'm getting used to i like interviewing people I like learning their backstories and how they got started and uh all that but i'm doing it to uh you know support local entertainers and not just local entertainers i meant to say independent entertainers most of my show isn't local people but uh just uh, give them a give them an outlet and uh, introduce you to all the people that listen all over the world to the to the new music. You, and you can also go to Spotify. I have a playlist for every band that's ever been on this show is in it. And I just added Boss Capone and Son of Ian. And I just look on uh, Southern Man Western Town. You can find on Spotify, which is the podcast. But then go to Southern Man Western Town podcast guest, and you will find the uh, music. Everybody that's been on, of course, the pro wrestlers aren't gonna have music on there, but all everybody else is. Um, as far as the pro wrestlers go, definitely support them. Uh, check out, keep going to Devotion Championship Wrestling. Uh, they're still they're coming on Sunday mornings, eleven o'clock, I believe, maybe eleven thirty a.m. Salt Lake, CW thirty. They've been playing since they can't have matches right now because of the coronavirus. Um, they've been showing a lot of their back catalog that they had filmed before they had tv which i i'm glad they did that i think it's a great idea i've been enjoying watching some of the old matches that you could normally see i think the bigger wrestling company should have done that and, uh, you know showed some of the back catalog from live shows but they they haven't uh, they normally don't film them i guess they're just i don't know anyway thanks for all your support um if you want to also as you can support through uh, venmo at jeff-lawrence-48 you can support through paypal at lawrencejeff1968 at gmail.com you can connect with me on twitter at jefflawrence one you can connect with me on instagram at jefflawrencemusic and facebook jefflawrence and also go over to our facebook page for the podcast which is uh, southern man western town podcast on facebook and you can uh, shoot me a message 
whatever you want to talk about, we'll talk about it. Um, everybody stay safe out there. Thanks again to Patrick Neville for calling in. Make sure you uh, stay safe out there. I already said that. Uh, if you're going to riot, don't. Just protest. Don't, uh, don't break any windows and bust any shit and take shits on cop cars and all that stuff. <laughs> anyway, this is Jeff Lawrence signing off. Episode 29 of Southern Man Western Town. We'll see you on the next. We'll talk to you. Caught myself that time. We'll talk to you on the next uh, podcast. In the background's uh, some of my old music off my album Lazarus. Lazarus. Can't even talk. This is called Sealed. Thank mm-hmm. you.